Hey everybody, just a quick plug here for Anchor as a podcasting platform. I've actually been using Anchor for many years now. I've used it professionally. I've used it um, commercially for fun, you know, just to make interesting podcasts. And it really is your all-in-one stop shop for podcasting. You got everything that you need. You can record directly from the app. You can record directly from your web browser. You can use transitions and audio segments and sound files. And there's a social component where people can call in and leave comments and it's just a really excellent platform. And now that Spotify owns Anchor, they're doing a great job of, of sort of getting the word out. And and when you publish your podcast, uh, it goes out to all these major podcasting platforms. And I, I've really had a good time using Anchor. So I would highly suggest that you check out Anchor, uh, start your own account, make a podcast about something that you're passionate about, and you will not be disappointed. Anchor is just a really good platform. And, um, you know, I can't I can't say enough about how 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 easy to use it is and how much fun I've had using it. So check out Anchor and enjoy. All right, hello everybody and welcome to episode 8 of the Halloween special. I'm actually thinking of doing a name change on the podcast, so I think the new name of the podcast is going to become Screen to Screen, um, because I like the idea of, you know, checking out content that is on screens, like games and movies. So I think moving forward, the podcast is going to be called Screen to Screen. So thank you for showing up for episode eight of the Screen to Screen Halloween special. Uh, This time, on this episode, we are taking a look at Halloween Resurrection the sort of third in this sort of series of Halloween films that cropped up between 95 and uh, 2002. So this one's interesting. Uh, This one, you know, came out in July 12th of 2002. So um, it was four years since Halloween H2O. And um, I don't really remember much about this one, but it does does see the return of Jamie Lee Curtis. And uh, so I'm excited to kind of get in here and check this one out. So this is Halloween Resurrection 2002. Interestingly, came out in July. So it was like a summer film, not like it didn't come out in October around around Halloween time, which is interesting. But um, all right. So I'm pushing play now on the DVD menu um, and we're at the Dimension Films uh, intro screen. So we start with the with the Halloween music, the John Carpenter theme. That's a good sign, right? That's always a good start. Uh, we got sort of like the yellow and, and, uh, black letters again. So like, uh, a nightfall production of a Rick Rosenthal film, Halloween resurrection. That's a terrible intro screen. My God, that looked like somebody made that on like windows 98 or something, which they probably did. Um, Busta Rhymes is in this movie. That's cool. Busta's in this. Um, Daisy McCracken, Billy Kay, Luke Kirby. So we're hearing the theme. We're hearing some creaky sounds. Special appearance by Sean Patrick Thomas with Tyra Banks and Jamie Lee Curtis. All right. All right. Got some casting folks here. Yeah, like why why, why go just, just basic title credits? Why not? I don't get I don't get that choice. They kind of dropped the ball, I think, on the the cool pumpkin-y intro, maybe. John Carpenter, Halloween theme, yeah, definitely got a Danny Lux. Music by Danny Lux. Edited by Robert Ferretti. This is a good version of the theme song, though. You know, it's kind of got some heavy 
bassy stuff. All right, so we fade into like a underground tunnel or something, and there's we're in like a first person view. We're moving down this tunnel. There's the tunnel. You've heard of the tunnel? I haven't heard of it. Oh, the one to death says. Like, so we get some voiceover from Jamie Lee. All right, so she's sort of voicing over. And we seem to now be in some sort of a sanitarium, hospital. All right, so either heaven or hell is at the end of your tunnel that you go through when you die. We see some patients, and we continue to zoom into this door with like a circle in the middle. This is that door, she says. And we get closer and closer to this door, and we, the camera kind of goes through the window, and there's like a Raggedy Ann doll on a pillow. That's kind of creepy. This is a hospital room. Nice lighting here again. And this is looks like Laurie Strode now. Long hair again. So now she's got long hair. She's in this room. Right when last we saw Laurie Strode, she was under an assumed identity as the headmistress of a private high school in California, right? Uh, so I'm not sure, not exactly sure how this movie connects with the other one. <laughs> but yeah, now we're outside of uh, looks like. Grace Anderson Sanitarium, Psychiatric Care Facility. Mm. And we get some exposition about Laurie Stroh with these, these two medical workers. Okay, so it is, it is a sequel. So she decapitated a man. That actress looks familiar, too. She's someone important now. All right, so we're getting like a recap of, of H2O. We're actually getting like a lot of clips from the H2O film. So like, like, you know, to remind people of what happened. All right, a lot of confusion. Oh, 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 what? Really? This is the, this is the play? Oh my. I don't think I ever saw this movie. So, okay, so it turns out that Michael Myers survived because Laurie Strode accidentally decapitated a security guard that Michael Myers had switched places with. Wow, that's crazy. I never knew that. Nah. His larynx had been crushed. That's why he didn't say anything. Is that why we got like that little tear? I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. I guess that could make sense. So if he had been pinned up against that tree and crushed spine and terribly injured and Extreme dissociative disorder. It's sad. It's a sad ending to her story. It's a sad thing for her story here. Like, she has sort of become Michael Myers in a way, right? Like, she's just sitting in a room now staring into nothingness. Right? Like, she's, you know... Yeah. I know what she sees. 
We all know what she sees. Oh, she's faking it, though. She's faking it. She's been putting all the pills in her doll because she knows who's coming for her. So she's in there faking it. This is cool so far. I, I'm, I can't believe I never saw it. I never really saw it. Oh, there he is. He's already out there. He's already there. He's There he is. He's out in the yard. She looks down at him from the window. Maybe just a vision of her imagination. She kind of tilts her head a little bit in an interesting kind of Michael Myers way, which is cool. All right, now we're outside following a security guard as he makes his rounds. And he notices that the gate, the fence in the back fence has been left open. So he goes to investigate the open fence. What's going on back here? What's going on with this fence? Hello, he says. He looks into the woods. Oh, there's somebody out there, buddy. You know who's out there. We all know who's out there. It's, it might be nobody at this point. This might be a, a fake out. See, by the eighth film in, you gotta, you gotta know the audience is expecting certain things, right? <laughs> There's a guy with a clown mask behind him, scares him, gives him a little jump scare. So, so this 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 patient says that he's John Wayne Gacy, who's a serial serial killer. But there's a real serial, another serial killer out, just just off in the woods waiting. So now they're security guards looking at the at the security camera and they're saying like if you put that guy back in his room then how come he's in the basement but he's not it's not him now right it's michael myers cre creeping through the basement oh and there we get, i like these security camera shots it's kind of neat kind of reminds me of some of the stuff in part three um kind of watching and i think doesn't this doesn't this whole movie have a theme of like watching and stuff we'll see uh look at the old pepsi machine that's cool but we're in 2002 now so you know it's pretty fairly modern but it's a good it's a good little like uh, visual cue, right, to let us know that they're now the security guards are now kind of near where Michael Myers is, right? Because we saw the we saw the vending machines on the security camera. What did he get? What did he get from the vending machine? Some Twinkies. It's a weird little sound effect right there, a little sprinkler. Oh, we hear a scream, and the security guard is alerted, and he runs to help his friend, and he gets there, and he's like, huh. I just heard a blood-curdling scream, and my friend is gone, and there's a swinging light over some laundry baskets. This can't be good. It's interesting, too, that we don't get a lot of plot yet. Like, we're already, you know, ten minutes in, we're already at the first scene of, like, people getting attacked by Michael Myers in dark rooms and hallways, but, like, we don't really know what the film is about yet, and it's interesting that they kind of just, like, give us this sort of, like this scene of like the typical stuff before we even know what the movie is going to be about. Um, so the security guard kind of investigates. This is an, it's an interesting slow-mo shot there of the laundry machine spinning. I wonder why they slowed it down right there. It's an odd choice, but 
He looks into the washing machine. We hear some drip, drip sounds. Oh, and he comes... What is with Michael Myers? Like, he's like a ninja now. Why is he like... Why is he always up in the ceiling now? So he starts to see all these dead bodies and freaks out. What, you know, he see it, a decapitate. This his friend got decapitated and his head's in the dryer. That's pretty good. Oh, this is this is brutal, man. Michael Myers is like pretty brutal in this one so far. Oh, that's a cool shot of the shadow, the shape, right, and the breathing. Music kicks up. That's a good moment right there. I like that. Meanwhile, Harold is in his room. He's just like obsessed with with killers and stuff. And he sort of observes the shape pass by his window. And he kind of smirks, smiles a little bit. This is good. This is there's some good shots here of this first person with the Halloween music playing and the hallways and the knife and Myers just sort of making his way to Laurie's room as usual. Oh my, he just 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 Kool-Aid man burst his way through the door. Holy shit. <laughs> Hello! Oh yeah! Michael Myers! Oh, but Laurie's waiting for him! She tricked him, and she hit him with a light. And then she runs out of there. Is it Halloween night? Like, do we, like, do we know what... Uh, this, this opening scene just feels odd. Like, it's interesting, though, because they kind of put the end of the movie at the beginning, which is kind of cool. So we'll see how this plays out, but, um... This, this typically this this what we're seeing here usually feels like the end of the, of a Halloween movie. I like the direction on this though. There's some cool stuff happening in this movie, like that that moment where like the camera stays put and we see them both in that window. That's a cool moment. The mask is a we- it's a little weird. It has eyebrows now or something. It looks different in this one. Tricked him again. Hello, Michael, she says. Oh, she's got a trap for him. She has like a rope trap. Now he's like strung up by his ankle and he's just hanging there. He dropped the knife. He can't do nothing. She's got him. She's got him. She says, what took you so long? I knew you'd come for me. What took you so long? And here he is. All right, now she's going to get his own knife. And he's just hanging there upside down. It's cool. It's a cool shot. She's not afraid of him. So he failed. But what about you? She says, are you afraid of me? She asked him if he's afraid to die. Did he kind of nod a little bit there? Did he say that? Could have nod? Yes. 
So she goes to slice the rope. What's happening? This is... This is a weird moment. What is this? What's going on here? He kind of grabs his head like he did at the end of the last movie. Why does that make her stop what she's doing? That's weird. No, what are you doing? Just to be sure, because she killed the wrong person at the end of the last movie. This is probably a mistake. Yep, she tries to pull the mask off, and he grabs her arm, and now they struggle. Oh, he's, now the rope is really loose. Oh, and he's he's fallen, and he takes her with it. He, he takes, oh, and he stabs her. Oh, my God. Right in the back, right in the spine. What the fuck? She, like give him a little kiss like that's like a that's like a little like goodbye kiss right i'll see you in hell and she falls wow okay okay bold death of laurie strode supposedly wow all right i wasn't expecting that to be honest and then he makes his way to harold's room i guess okay And he gives the knife to Harold. Like, Harold gives like a biography here. Gives him the whole history. He's very excited to have met Michael Myers. Weird. Now he's back. All right. So he walks off into the tunnel. And we get the the music. Strange, strange intro. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued though with this, and it fades out. So wow, he he, he kills Laurie. Okay, Laurie Strode's dead. Wow. And now we're at Haddonfield University. <laughs> in a in a a love a lovely college classroom. And he's talking about Carl Jung and the shadow, which is cool because that's I'm into that. So the shadow, Jung called it the shadow. The shape, the shape. 
The shadow. The shadow. The shadow. The shadow. Good job, Sarah. You got it. You, you get 100 points for the day. All right, so we kind of, what? We're getting like a bit of a reset here, so we get like a good 20 minutes of Myers going after Strode, and she kills her. And then we're getting like kind of new characters. I think I think that's smart though, right? I mean, you can't you can't. How many movies can you make? <laughs> I guess a lot. Where it's Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers because they made three more later after this one, and so I don't know. But it's at least you know they're trying something new, right? They're trying something new here, so we'll see where this goes. But she looks familiar. Who is that actress? Don't know. But yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's an interesting, all right, they're in, they're in something, they're, they're excited about something, this guy Rudy's working in the kitchen, Sarah, Sarah, wants to go or not, unacceptable, the Osbournes, oh my god, oh my god. So we have to contextualize this movie in its time period. Like in the early 2000s, reality TV was like a major thing. And uh, and um, it, you know, like the Osbournes was a big t- deal show on TV at this time. And, you know, like this is what this movie is kind of tapping into is that sort of cultural zeitgeist at the time of like, reality TV and watching live stuff like Big Brother and things like that. So so this guy says, don't do it. And he knows, he knows about, he knows about Michael Myers. And he's kind of creepily telling them about the history of Michael Myers. So it seems like they're going to the Myers house to do some kind of weird reality show. And then he makes some sort of weird moaning noise that I don't really know what that's supposed to be. (laughs) That guy's fucking weird. I like the early 2000s Mac laptops that everybody had back then. That was the, the iBooks. Look at that. Oh, we got email going now. We got email. Everybody's emailing each other. Everybody's getting ready to get on Facebook soon. Deckard. Oh, we got we got people hacking internet stuff. We got internet people like chatting. Yahoo chat rooms, folks. <laughs> it's so it's just interesting. It's fun watching these because they're kind of like a time capsule, right? Like I was commenting about this in the '98 and '95 versions of these movies. Like, you know, the t- the technology is, is so much more present now in t- in this t- in the 2002 version. You got the the phones and the computers and the not quite the, f- the phones maybe yet, but. Um, 
All right, so it looks like Sarah, I think this is still Sarah, I'm not quite sure, but you know, there's pumpkins around, there's happy Halloween, so you know, we're in the Halloween time, and um, Sarah's making her way to some sort of motel place. I guess this is like where the casting for this new show is happening. Dangertainment, it's called. There's Busta Rhymes. The search is over. Oh, we got so many we got so many tropes going on. It's great. We got the the the, the uninterested biker dude, the preppy guy, the college students, the casting directors. Uh, that guy. Who's that guy? I he looks familiar too. He's from something. The politics of violence embedded in pop mythology. I like it. <laughs> he says, <laughs> wow. Oh my God, this guy. Oh, he's this guy's. He's, they're like, huh? This, this guy's a little intense. <laughs> He's you. Oh my God, what the... F What just happened? They a light fell and she screamed and broke a glass. She screamed so intensely she broke a glass. It's interesting. Another okay, so we have a movie in the movie. He's watching like a kung fu flick. All right, there's a knock at the door and he goes to answer it and it's Sarah. It's Sarah from the casting call. And she tells him that she doesn't want to be a part of it. And the casting director is telling her, like, she's the real deal, and that's what the audience wants, and she doesn't want to be famous, and she just wants to walk away, and he's trying to convince her not to. Sarah says she's scared. Fear, is, fear motivates you, he says. Fear gives you the... Makes you want to throw up. So yeah, that's it. I mean, this is this is some good stuff. There's some good character building here and good dialogue. Kind of kind of weird. Like, how did she know where? I, oh, I guess he's just staying at the. He's staying at the motel, right? Okay, I got it. Freddie, his name's his, his name's Freddie. 
There's a lot of Freddy talking to himself here, though. <laughs> Do people talk to themselves that much? All right. A truck full of pumpkins. I like to see that. That's cool. We don't see many of those these days. So everybody's everybody's dressed up in their costumes and and Sarah's trying on some clothes and she she wants to dress a little more concert. Oh, and she sees Michael Myers in the mirror behind her and she screams. The boogeyman. How very Jungian. Dr. Mixter? Wasn't there another character named Dr. Mixter? And now back to these, this Tom Cruise-esque guy. Mickey Stern, guys, Mickey Stern's party is tonight. We got to go to the Mickey Stern's party. Miles Barton. All right. Yeah, so. Oh, God. It's an interesting, like, demographic that we we haven't gotten yet in these movies is, like, college-aged kids. Like, we usually get a little younger of a... Oh, my God. What is she using right there? What is that device? <laughs> what is that device? <laughs> um... Oh my god. Alright, so they're going in. They're going into the Myers house. They're going in. So they literally did the casting and then they, they're going in the next night. The viewers control what they want to watch, switching from camera to camera. You know, very. You know, this was a this was a thing back then. This was kind of a new thing, right? Like reality TV and cameras are so phallic. Depends who's watching. Um, so they got these little snake cams. They're gonna set up and all this stuff and. Wow, the Myers house has seen better days. This is kind of cool, a cool idea, though. You know, kind of a refresh of the... The, the whole scene at the beginning was kind of weird, though. Like, why have that? I wonder, if, I wonder if they come back to that at some point. Like, did Jamie Lee Curtis just come back to, like, do that scene because she just wanted to be done with it? He went to Long Beach State, folks. Same as Spielberg. It's interesting to sort of think about the influence of other horror films, too, on the genre in this point in time. Like, that's a very gratuitous shot right there of Tyra Banks' body. But, you know, wow. Talk about male gaze. Just ridiculous. Um... 
So it's interesting to sort of think about the genre influences of these films at this point in time. Oh, look, there's here's somebody. Here's Michael Myers already. He kind of gets scared for a second. And this person is holding the, the tripod like it's a spear. He's got a very pointy tip and Tyra's making some espresso. It looks really good, actually. And oh, my God. So it actually is Michael Myers stabs the guy through the throat with the tripod, immediately kills him in the house for two seconds. My God, that coffee she's making is like just dripping everywhere. That's terrible. So she totally misses this like live feed of this guy getting murdered by this camera. It's an interesting thing to think about too, right? Because it's it's a little meta because for years we've been watching these films like from the first person perspective, right? As though we are in Michael Myers' eyes and now we're seeing what he's doing literally through a screen in his point of view still, right? Because he's got a camera now in his hands. So it's this weird, interesting like meta layering of like perspective, right? We've got this kind of, kind of odd kind of interesting all right so she just misses all of that action and she says it's a nice angle charlie's dead sorry folks charlie's charlie's dead he got stabbed in the larynx with a tripod apparently a tripod that has an extremely sharp uh foot on it which is a little unusual freddy So she's a little freaked out, Sarah, looking at the house. She thinks she sees Michael Myers in there, and she's true. It's true, she does. What are you talking about? What do they hope to find it? Like, what are they hoping to find in here, exactly? All right, so they're going, and they're getting all geared up. They're putting on their... Audio video equipment. What, she's just sort of snapping as they turn on their cameras? Let the danger tainment begin. Here we go. Get in there. It's an interesting, I will say, it's an interesting take on the found footage film genre, too. You know, like that was also really popular at this point, like the Blair Witch Project, stuff like that was pretty popular. So, like, it's an interesting kind of play on that. It's not really a found footage thing, but they're kind of doing that anyway. I don't know, it's interesting. Oh, my. Scream. Somebody slammed the door and somebody yells. And and they're all, like, they're all, like, making their way through the house and, like, House has seen better days. It's very dilapidated, very sort of burned down. Everything's falling apart. Interesting. There's some cool, like, four screen shots on this. It's neat. Kind of neat. We sort of get, we hear the, we hear the breathing. We get a little first person view of Myers peeking around the corner. 
so they're just talking about the house and making their way through. We don't have to do anything. We just have to sit here. Looking for answers. The devil made it. What answers are they going to look for? Maybe it's Gwen Stefani that she reminds me of. It's not Gwen Stefani, but she reminds me of Gwen Stefani. Oh, uh, a little, little Survivor reference there. You're this close to getting booted off the island. Voted off the island. Ugh. That spice smells fresh. That's weird. Why is that fresh? Wow, what a douche. Well done, you got great legs. There's like a brand new, very shiny, reflective knife in the drawer. Why, why is that still there? So many knives. Why are there so many knives in this house? <laughs> Who has this many? I have one. I have one knife. <laughs> Oh, that was cool. There was like a little flash, like a little flash of the mask there, like a little inter intercut one one frame of the mask. Ooh, that's weird. A baby chair. Was that Michael Myers' baby chair? It's like all. They're going to poke around a bit, see what else they can find. So weird. They keep showing this baby chair. Another another weird little slow-mo moment right there. Why, why slow it down right there? I wonder if that's like a time thing, like an editing thing. They need to do that to just be a little bit slower. So Michael Myers is just standing there in, the, in some doorway watching them. Although it might not be Michael Myers, right? It might be the other guy from the beginning. Who knows? All right, cut to the Halloween party at Michael, Mikey, whatever his name's his house. Oh, man. 2002. You gotta, you gotta respect the 2002. Be cool, man. Relax. Have fun at the party, dude. <laughs> They're supposed to be the two guys from Pulp Fiction. It's funny. That's, yeah, God. So they're wearing like black black suits, you know, black tie, and they're just at this Halloween party. And Miles is kind of making his way through the the throng of people. 
And he kind of goes into this little study area, this little office space. And he's like, wow, look at this cool tech in here. And he sees a keyboard and a big TV. And he's like, whoa. I guess that TV would have been pretty spectacular back then. All right, so the computer, the PC is like hooked up to this TV. Okay, so he goes to the website. Man, the internet was so different in 2002, wasn't it? And so he logs in to check out the action on Sarah's, uh, you know, reality show. And meanwhile, it is it is Halloween night. You know, we get some cool shots here of trick-or-treaters and Halloween decorations and pumpkins. And this one kid has like a a lit pumpkin, lit jack-o'-lantern. And they're making, they make their way to the Myers house. And they put the jack-o'-lantern on the front porch. Creepy. I love it. I love the pumpkin imagery. I'm glad they put that in there. All right, so it's nighttime now in the Myers house, and the cast of the show are lighting some candles in the kitchen. And we get some shots of Myers, like, walking through the moonlight, sort of stalking them. And then Miles is at the party watching on the TV. So it is an interesting meta thing. Like we're watching this and he's watching them. And there's a lot of watching this theme of watching in this. Like, how do we see it? How do we view it? How do we watch it? You know, is it is it kind of a theme? And what does that mean to be sort of, you know, I don't know, like a, oh, we get a little, that was a cool little like split shot of Meyer's mask there too. Uh-oh. This guy keeps, she keeps saying, stop touching me. And he keeps touching her. Like he needs, it's really messed up. It's really messed up. Um, all right. So they creep upstairs into this sort of bedroom and, you know, everything's dilapidated and Judith room. So we get Myers breathing. And so the woman, the main character with the blonde hair sits on the, sits at the vanity in the exact same pose and position that we see from the very original film, which is kind of neat, neat little throwback. Wow, this guy's sleazy. Come on, Jen, don't don't buy into that nonsense. Unless you want to, unless that's something that you want to do, and that's a way to empower your own self. This is an interesting little moment. Michael Myers kind of watching this, or whoever that is behind the mask. It's cool, though. It's cool that they kind of recreated the shot. Oh, there's somebody else in the hall. The feed cut out. 
we go back now to Michael Myers' uh, uncanny ability to affect electrical devices, right? He's always like, the phone lines are always cut somehow and nothing ever is working and all that. Oh, oh. So, so this couple comes in to make out in this office and they like yell at the guy and he's like, they're doing this thing on the internet and they're like, you want to watch it? They're like, sure, let's watch this murder house thing. <laughs> So this this character is like a psychologist interpreting everything. She thinks he's rage control issues and he can't he can't control himself. Well, instead of stealing silverware, he slashes the necks. Nice, Donna. My God, this guy is awful. Critical studies. Hell yeah, critical studies. Whatever that means. <laughs> It's an interesting little dialogue there. <laughs> so Rudy Rudy thinks thinks it's all about the food. Oh, oh, we hear Jen screaming upstairs and they go charging up there. No, they can't. They can't find Jen. Where could she be? I don't know though. Like I, I don't really understand the point of the reality TV intercutting. Like we're already watching this movie. Why do we need to be watching it on a reality TV show at the same time? Like it just doesn't do much. I, I don't understand what it really does, other than like a genre thing. Oh, and everyone starts, everybody starts screaming and Sarah's screaming and Jen, well, they call each other names and they scream. Michael Myers, of course, was in there in one of the shadows. They didn't really notice him. And and uh, Freddie and his partner are out in the van celebrating, and oh sh! Michael Myers comes through the mirror. Then he stabs that dude in the brain. He stabs him in the brain <laughs> to the top of his head. What the hell? Bill lost, lost lost Bill's camera.
Dangertainment. Salute Dangertainment. Everybody's gonna get killed. Stop showing off. Oh, that's a cool shot. Classic. Moonlight. Shadows. Shapes. The shape of Michael Myers. The shape of... Who Sarah's in the closet? Oh! There's a face. There's a mannequin or some shit in there. Oh, and Rudy breaks through the... <laughs> he just breaks in there like Michael Myers style. Oh. Ugh. So the crowd is forming in this in this office to watch the Michael Myers web live stream. <laughs> right? This is before the days of the live streaming content on the internet, right? This is before Twitch and all that stuff, right? Early days of YouTube. I'm not sure when YouTube came out, but it's early. Um, and they discover something. They discover like a circular like hole in the basement floor. Oh, this guy is so weird. So she goes in to kiss him and he's like, hold on. Which is weird because in the last scene she like didn't want anything to do with him. Kind of an odd turn of events. And they, they find some toys and stuff. I don't know. This is weird. So he says, why is all this still here? It's too easy, right? It's all been placed there. It's all fake. You watch, she says right to the camera. Again, though, why do we, like, I don't get, I, I, I don't know if this conceit works. Because we just heard her say that. Why do we need, why do we need to hear it twice to the audience? I don't know, it's weird, like, not sure it works. Not sure it works, it's uh... Sorry, I'm, I'm just watching. This scene's a little slow. Uh, so these two in the basement are kind of like trying to trying to figure out what to do. And he like goes up and finds this key that they had earlier. And he sticks it into this thing and he lifts it up. Voila, he says. Oh, and this, this circle in the floor kind of opens with a loud thud. And it seems to be some kind of basement area. Uh, 
all these all these youngsters coming into this room. And they're like, what's going on in here? What's going on in this room? It is a little Blair. It is very Blair Witchy, though, I will say. Like, clear again, I go back to this sort of idea of like the genres kind of influencing one another, right? This the found footage thing was a big deal at this moment in time. Like Blair Witch Project was a huge movie. And, you know, it kind of reinvigorated the horror genre in a lot of ways. You know, up until that point, it was just all slasher films and, you know, stuff like that. And Blair Witch kind of gave us something different and new. And so I get it. I get, you know, why you would want to try to kind of fold that into this sort of classic genre a little bit. So it's a cool experiment, but I just don't know if it works like in this. That's some sort of sadistic playpen. See, and this is all midichlorians. Like, we, we don't need any of this, right? We don't need the backstory. We don't need the why. We don't need the reason behind why Michael Myers kills. He's just evil. That's it. You don't need to tell him about it. You don't need to explain it away. And so they're going to have sex in the, in the dungeon. She drops his camera down on the floor and... and maybe, like, turn the cameras off. No, that's, that would be... Can't turn them off. Probably not a good idea to have sex in the Michael Myers death dungeon. Like, did they just forget that they're like streaming on the like? I don't think you're allowed to show that on. T- <laughs> they instantly get banned from Twitch. Like, no. So they're just sort of in the in the throes of it. They're just kind of like, oh, they're like on the floor, like on the dirty rock floor. And like a, a wall opens. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh. Oh. Oh god. Oh. Oh. All right, so now we get, now we kind of get the reveal that like the producers put a bunch of stuff in the house to like for them to find, right? Uh, and they're like freaked out. So I've been talking this whole podcast about the idea of like the sort of sex connected to vulnerability in horror movies, and I think that was a really good moment of that, like, like they're in this sort of intimate moment and she's kind of half naked and like the wall falls down. And it's a very vulnerable, it's a very vulnerable moment. Um, you can feel that vulnerability, which I think is, is good there, but like, Oh, okay. And so the guy sees like a store price tag on this like dead arm and he's like, Oh wait, what the shit? So like, I think he's starting to get, get to realize that this is all just like a setup kind of thing. But, but the, there's really actually is a, someone here with a Michael Myers mask on and a knife killing people. So, And there's some good scenes of Myers creeping through the house quietly, stalking everyone. Oh, and there's another Michael Myers behind him. What the hell? There's two now. 
It's kind of weird. They're just walking slowly, quietly. So it's Freddy, and he's he thinks the other guy's Charlie, and he's just yelling at him. He's ta- he's tapping him on the head. He's he's all pissed at him. <laughs> it's kind of funny the way. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny listening to Buster Rhymes get mad wearing a Michael Myers mask. It's kind of silly. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. That is really funny. Oh my God. So meanwhile, back in the in the dungeon of despair, she kind of hears some rocks crumbling in the back wall there, and and she's like, eh. She goes and investigates this sort of back wall room. It's an interesting idea, though, the mix of like fakeness and realness. I think I think it brings up a cool commentary about like reality television just in general and like you know how much of it is staged how much of it is real how much of it is you know for 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 the sort of conceit that it's reality there's there's not much reality to it really most of the time a lot of it's just staged and produced I'm thinking about like you know stuff like the bachelorette and stuff like that you know it's very like moderated um oh now she's all by herself creeping through this, this this sort of underbelly of the house. Apparently, there's like a house within the house that has all, <laughs> has all these subterranean tunnels and stuff. Apparently, um, and she discovers like a, a a sleeping area. There's like a creepy doll and like a weird, gross bed. And like, now that's interesting. The doll has like its eyes gouged out, which is kind of you know. Unless, unless lest we forget that Michael Myers was shot in the eyeballs <laughs> at one point. Oh, and there's a picture of Laurie Strode. That's cool. But yeah, it's like a creepy... There's like eviscerated rats and stuff, and it's all looking real gross. And Nice. Oh. Oh, God, it's still alive, and it's... Oh, gross. Oh, boy. This is cool. This this part's kind of cool. Like it's dark, she can't see anything. There's like weird noises happening all around her. This part's kind of cool. Uh-oh. 
Oh, and she sees him down there, and the audience thinks it's just a spoof, but it's not. The Halloween music kicks up for us, the, the, the other audience, to hear. She can't get out. The gate's locked. She's closed in. Michael Myers is closing in on her. Oh, the camera, the camera lingers for a second on like a sharp spike. I wonder what's going to happen there. So he grabs her. Oh, oh, and he impales her on the spike. Oh, 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 brutal. Oh, oh, and the spike kind of comes out through the front of her chest and he just leaves her there. Oh. And we get this sort of theme tune as he walks away. Oh. And her camera just and, and Miles is trying to tell them that like she's actually killed and they all don't believe him. They're like, no, dude, it's just TV. Like me meanwhile, Sarah's friend is just like getting high with a she's just like enjoying her. <laughs> They're just laughing, having fun. <laughs> All right, so now we have Sarah kind of with a flashlight in a dark room, sort of flipping through something, and the slow-mo comes back again, and there's Myers just in the corner of the room, coming out of the shadows. You see the light kind of gleam on his life. Oh, we get a nice little sound effect there too. It's like that. It's almost like that. I don't know how to describe it. It's that sound effect, like the beginning of Janie's got a gun, and Sarah turns around, sees him, and she just she just sprints off. Like he's here, he's here, and we sort of see her running, and there's some cuts between slow mo shots and the sort of reality TV camera shots, and and she she runs into um her friend. I can't remember his name, and. He's trying to calm her down. There's nobody here. There's nothing to worry about. And she says she saw him right over there. And they go in and look around. He's he's you know he's your typical he's being your typical like oh and then he's right behind her and she, he grabs her and pulls her back oh and then the other guy comes up with the arm. And he says, turn off, turn off your camera, turn off your camera. And then Freddie reveals that he's pr pretending to be Michael Myers. Buster Rhymes is getting this. It's funny. So there, so now it's like, none of this is real. We're, it's all bullshit. He said us. He, he said us. So they're all. Yeah, they're all. They're all mad. And he basically is telling them like, "You didn't have anything to do with this. You know, you didn't have to pay for anything. I, I set it all up." I don't know. 
there's a lot of exposition here. Too too much exposition, right? Like I feel like this is too much. Just like like I don't. We don't need this. We don't need this explanation. I don't know. It's weird. Like I feel like they kind of lost the the they lost the theme a little bit in this one. You know, like that theme of. Michael Myers representing the fear of a community, the fear of a town, the fear of a small city when the innocence of that city becomes lost. They kind of lost it here and they just kind of Michael Myers becomes like a he becomes a prop, which is interesting in the context of the fact that they're kind of exploring the idea of reality television in this film that like Michael Myers is a is a prop. Um, you know, like it's all facade, it's all kind of being used in a kind of fake way. So Freddy goes around and, and kind of continues to run around with his mask on, scaring people in the house. Meanwhile, um, Sarah's uh, friend is upstairs alone now. She's kind of wandering through the upstairs areas. I don't know how much space there really is to wander. There's it's a pretty small house. There's maybe like two rooms. So I'm not sure how, how long it would take to really go through the whole thing. Oh, and there's an attic. She finds an attic. The three friends are deciding what they want to do, and, and one of them decides to leave. And then the upstairs one pulls on the string of the attic, and oh, a dead body falls out of it. And they're like, you can't scare us. And then the real Michael Myers appears, presumably here. And they think it's Freddy, which is kind of a neat moment, you know, of like not really knowing. And then he just slices her to death, slices her across like, okay, the decapitations in this movie are a little weird. I guess that's kind of like him getting revenge or something with him being decapitated, supposedly. So her head rolls down the stairs in a pretty brutal moment. All the, the fans are like, it's all digital effects. The people watching on the Internet. It's all digital effects. And the, the one guy, Miles, is like, nah, it's not. And he calls 911. And then Michael Myers slowly makes his way down the stairs. So, yeah, wow. He just... that there, There's no way a kitchen knife is decapitating someone. That's stupid. But, like, Michael Myers is also, like, has superhuman strength, apparently. Right? So, maybe maybe his kitchen knives can. But... But, again, like, there's no rhyme or reason to this, really. And, and, and you know, let's not... Re you know, we gotta, you gotta remember the scene at the beginning where he kind of passes the torch on to that Harold guy or something. But like, so is this really Michael Myers or is this? And this time he decides, so he attacks the curly haired guy who was like having sex in the basement and he decides to smush his head. And that's kind of a neat throwback, I guess, because like he's, he's traditionally smashes skulls like that. So he just kind of compresses his skull to death, that guy. We see his eyes really clearly here, like, for the first time in, in, in most of these films. And the, so the, the, the guys, like, the people run past him. Sarah runs up the stairs, and he kind of turns and looks at her. She again trips on the stairs. Her foot goes into one of the steps, and Michael Myers is there. And, and her friend distracts him by calling his name, and he says, come at me. So he kind of lures him away a little bit. And Sarah runs upstairs, runs further upstairs. Yeah, again, I don't know, like the reality TV 
the reality TV thing doesn't work for me. I just don't understand why we're getting those. I don't know. Whatever. Um, hits him with a with a rolling pin. Kind of stuns him for a second. And then he gets some spices and throws it in his face. Two knives. This is kind of a neat scene. You don't often see people like fighting back against him. So the kids at the party are just like watching this, love, loving it, except Miles, who's trying to get through to trying to get through to nine one one. He likes sushi, motherfucker! Oh my god! Oh, he goes for the knife, and Myers headbutts him. He blocks both knives. Michael Myers is like a ninja, man. He can be up in the ceiling, and he can be dodging knives and stuff. And he and he oh and he impales him on the door, just like in the first film. The classic impaled on the wall, and then he's gonna cock his head to the side and look at him for a second. He goes he finds yet another knife. <laughs> There's so many knives. Oh god, he gets him again. He just stabs him again. It's terrible. Two two three two or three knives this time and, and, and him hanging there on the door. And then he opens the door that he's hanging on and continues his pursuit. That's a good shot. The blood sort of dripping off the knife, protruding through the wood. So Sarah is pleading with, with the audience, like, please help us, please help us. And they're like, wow, she's good. <laughs> they don't believe that they think it's reality TV, right? Which is, it's a neat commentary, right? What happens if reality TV becomes re- real reality? <laughs> and then she takes out her... And she 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 appeals to Deckard. That's cool. That's kind of interesting, right? Like, so now the audience is kind of interacting with the show in a way through this this technology. And so now he's gonna like he's gonna like help her kind of get through this, right? From from this computer, it's kind of an interesting idea. It's an interesting thing on a horror movie, like an interesting twist. He's coming up the stairs. I mean, this conceit would never work now with texting, or you could do it now with texting or whatever with modern technology, but it'd have to be just faster. But um, you know, this tension of like he's coming up the stairs. Hallway, don't scream. <laughs> Literally, Lily says, "Don't scream." She screams. All right, so now he knows where she is, and he's heading that way. The audience is like cheering her on, like, "Don't open the door! Don't open the door!" And that's a funny moment too, because like. That's a classic horror movie thing, right? Like where the audience is like, don't go up the stairs. Don't open the door, right? Turn around. So she goes, Sarah goes for the window. She kind of opens it a little bit. Myers is trying to get through the door. She starts to climb out. And we've been here before on the roof of the Myers house, right? So she kind of squirms her way out the window onto the sort of low roof. Then she closes the window behind her, which is smart. Good job, Sarah. Now she's outside. She's trying to f- it's kind of a neat idea, right? Because we're watching it, they're watching it, we're both reacting at the same, like, when he busts through the door, us as the home viewing audience would maybe like be like, oh! And the people in the party are also like, oh! So it's kind of a neat kind of meta thing in this movie, for sure. He just goes right for the way... <laughs> she, 
kicks her in the face. He like breaks through the window with his head and she just kicks him right in the face, does nothing, but that's kind of funny. Um, all right, so here we are again, climbing up the roof of the Myers house. We've, we've done this one already. Kind of a funny moment. There's no cameras out there, so they can't really see anything and can't see you. It says on her texting device. <laughs> oh my god, this is just like right out of, this is like ripping off the Blair Witch Project big time. Looking right in the camera. I'm so scared right now. Um, oh god, the, the first victim is on the roof. How did he get him up there? He just threw him? What the hell? He's in his old bedroom. Go now. So they're like, he's like guiding her through here with this, I don't know what that, Blackberry or Notepad or I don't know what that thing, ThinkPad, who knows what it was called. So, so they tell her that he's in his room and she sneaks back down the ladder back into the house, like over the body of her, of her friend from the beginning with the sweater. And uh, it's kind of a tense little moment. It's kind of neat. Like I like I I do like all the upside. Like I, that is one thing I'll say about the reality TV camera shots is like we get some interesting points of view, right? When like a victim is upside down with their body hanging with their camera um, that's mounted on their head upside down. Also, we see that upside down shot, so that's kind of a cool thing. And then Freddie Freddie grabs Sarah from the shadows and says, "Oh my God, everybody's dead." And he said. <laughs> He says, we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, so they, they creep. They creep into the upstairs hallway and they're trying to escape the terror. And they kind of step over the dead body of Jenna. Oh, and then, oh, and Freddie just charges him. Freddie just charges Michael Myers. And Myers just throws him like he's nothing into another room. Crazy. And so we have an angle from this room. The, the audience is watching it now. And Freddie is like, Faith, you want to be on Danger Tame? And he says, let's see what you got. What the? He gives him like a flying kung fu kick to the face. Oh my God. What the hell? Freddie. Freddie's like karate chopping the dude. Oh. Sarah grabs the camera off the wall and uses the wire to to jump on his back, Michael Myers' back, and try to strangle him. And Michael Myers is flailing the knife wildly around. We hear the sink, sink, sink. And Freddie sort of distracts him, taunts him. And he says, come and get me. And he's doing, like, kung fu stuff, like the Matrix. And Myers is just look, like, look, like regarding him, like, what's he doing? Oh, nice. And Freddie, like, drop kicks him out the window. And he goes, he goes flying and he gets kind of hung by the, by the camera line. That's kind of cool. And he's kind of just like hanging there by his neck, like being strangled, like hung. It's pretty, that's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty uh, reliable, uh, coaxial cable on that camera to be able to do that. Wow. They got him. Looks like they got him. Good job, Freddie. (laughs) 
Who knew it would be Dangertainment Freddy that, that finally took down Michael Myers? So Freddy says he's been living underneath this house for the last 20 years, probably. And they're now they're walking down the stairs trying to get out. And they're and they're just taking they're just really lingering here. They're like he's like apologizing and they're just really taking their time to like get out. And then her pin pad says he's still alive. <laughs> and it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> and they they peek out the window and he cut the cable so he could drop down off of that being hung. And they're just like, this is bad. Where is he? And Sarah asks Deckard, where is he? In the house. Oh, thanks for being so specific, Deckard. Oh, he's right behind him. Oh, Freddy. Oh, Freddy gets stabbed in the shoulder. He's down for the count, it looks like. So now it's just Sarah. And she's charging through the house, getting chased. She's terrified. There's dead bodies everywhere. She hits the back door. It's still locked. Oh, God. She sees her friend hung up on the damn door, and she screams. Myers is right there. We get a slow-mo shot of him walking towards her. It's kind of creepy. You know, it's creepy. It's, it's very Blair Witchy. So she she runs down to the basement. Um, and we get the Halloween theme, and then another cool shot of Myers, like, walking down the stairs with his knife kind of shadowy. Um, Sarah discovers the, the, like the, the trap, the hole in the ground or whatever, like the cave. And she goes down there and Myers hears her and she kind of follows the foot in the footsteps of, of her friends down into this subterranean hideaway that Myers has been using for all this time, supposedly underneath of his house. <laughs> it's like a sewer. And, uh, she finds the rats and the bed and all that. And she's kind of fumbling through the dark. Uh, it's cool that they bring you back here because this was, I thought was one of the most atmospheric and kind of spooky places and she sees another one of her friends dead impaled on the on the spike down here you know and she turns to run realizes that you know that's a dead end uh, no pun intended and then she she's running and it's a cool shot of like it's all like distorted video stuff and like low-res video and like lights and shadows you can't really see anything and very Blair Witch very Blair Witch project So she somehow gets around him and back to the manhole cover and she tries to climb up and oh God, he cuts her like Achilles tendon, gross. Ah. She kicks him in the face. He loses his grip for a second and she manages to climb up. And then she closes the manhole behind her so he, I guess, can't come up? Maybe? She puts like a bunch of heavy stuff on it. Oh, and one of the things she puts is like a lawnmower which is now leaking gasoline uh, and she steps in just this big pool of blood and she slips on the blood we've seen that one before too right remember i think it was in halloween too someone just like slips there was the orderly guy just like slips in the blood and just dies <laughs> she looks up oh and it's tyra banks she's up on the ceiling just exsanguinated dead and now she's in like the control room. Oh, I guess this was another tunnel that she she didn't go back the other way. I guess she ran to a, climbed up another tunnel. But now she's in the garage where like the control room is and she sees all the monitors and all the TV stuff. And she's literally the only person left alive now at this point. No one else has survived the, the massacre of dangertainment. Maybe, maybe Freddy, because he got stabbed in the shoulder. He might still be alive. He might come back in the last minute and 
you know, kick him in the face again or something. So she hides in the barn and Michael Myers kind of comes in through the front door and he, it's weird. He kind of like pushes some wires out of his way. I don't know. Some neat shots here of her kind of hiding and we see him through cracks and stuff. Um, and then he, oh, that's a cool moment. She, he sees himself on the monitor on her camera. Oh, she has a chainsaw. Shh. Shit. Yeah. Oh, she chainsaws him. Oh man, can we get Leatherface versus Michael Myers? Oh god, she chainsaws the wires which spark and ignite the fuel on the ground. The chainsaw sputters out and stops working. <laughs> oh shit, she says. And he comes at her. And there's now like the place is on fire basically now. And she, <laughs> she throws the chainsaw at his face. Ah! <laughs> Oh, Jesus. And there's a massive explosion, and Sarah, Sarah goes flying. The whole barn is, is engulfed in flames. Classic burn him alive. That's a nice, that's a cool moment. The paint cans start, like, popping um, from the flames. Michael Myers is, like, laying on the prone on his back in the blood pool. He's not moving at the moment. I guess that chainsaw throw or the explosion maybe knocked him out for a second. Not really sure what the rules are with him. I'm sure we're, oh, oh, the audio mixing board is on. That thing's not that heavy, Sarah. Come on. Um, so the, the barn is on fire and Sarah's stuck in there. And then we, so we get the classic sit-up shot from right behind her. That's kind of neat. Saw that one coming. But uh, he stands up with the knife. He's all covered in blood. He's got the knife. He's walking towards her. She's trapped. She's all kind of tangled up in the wires. He kind of changes his grip on the knife this is kind of a cool scene. And then Freddy pops in. I called that one. Um, Freddy pops in. <laughs> yes! He says, trick or treat, motherfucker. That's awesome. <laughs> now he's got like a, he's got like a, a, a staff. He's got like a staff. He's going to like Kung Fu him and stuff with this like weapon. Freddy's like, how is he this strong? I'm sorry, Freddy. He's, he's just evil. He's pure evil. He, he's got super evil strength. I don't know. Knife goes up. Freddy kind of opens his eyes to see it. Looks over. Oh, he stabs him in the dick with an electrical cord. Oh, the, the, the classic electricity to the dick move. <laughs> And then he electrifies the blood puddle and clutches Michael Myers up in all these electrical wires and just kind of electrocutes him. That's, he's like, burn! Burn, Myers, burn! Sarah, let's get out of here. All right, he helps Sarah. Michael Myers is just like, he like... He says, hey, Mike, happy fucking Halloween. Oh, my God. Michael Myers is just like, caught up in the fire and the flames and the electricity and they run out and they escape. And then we get the police and the fire trucks and the whole house, the whole Myers house is burned to the ground at this point. The whole place is just a pile of ash as the firefighters are sort of putting out the last bits of the flames. It seems like a weird, that doesn't seem like the right time has passed for the whole house to just be burned down. But, um, 
So yeah, so Sarah and Freddie get their wounds tended to, and Sarah gets a text from Deckard, you're alive. On We can see you on the news. So some reporters come over to her and ask for a statement. And she says, she says, thank you, Deckard. You saved my life. And they're all like, they're all high-fiving at the party like, yay, we did it. No, it's not over. Uh, she says, what makes you so sure it's over? Freddie comes in. Dangertainment is off the air. So some respect. Michael Myers is not a soundbite. A spinoff or a tie-in or... <laughs> oh, what is this? So he just tells him he's like a killer. He's a killer and he's... I don't know. It's weird. The reporters keep pressing him. How are you feeling? Freddie says, feel this. And he like wrecks their camera. And we see, we hear some weird distorted noises and see a few flashes of Michael Myers like mask and face. And Sarah goes over. She says, I want to see his face. And they're like, that's him, isn't it? And she's they like, I want to see his face. And they're like, it's not a pretty sight. Like, don't they know that he doesn't die? Don't they know that yet? So the, the, they open up the the body bag. And there's a cam that camera person comes over trying to like get a shot of it. <laughs> Buster Rhymes has some great lines and it's like a chicken fried motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so they take him away to the morgue. And now now we're in the morgue. And the 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 um autopsy doctor says, you know, another one? They're like, Yeah. It's Michael Myers, they tell her. She's like, Oh, what? You no 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 no. Like she looks concerned. Right. She probably understands, like, uh oh. Like he isn't he the one that never is actually dead? <laughs> she looks very scared. She kind of makes her way over to the body bag and slowly unzips it and we just see sort of like the mask burned. It's like a marshmallow almost. Onto his face. Eyes closed inside the mask. Hands on his chest. He's just, you know, supposed, like dead. Oh shit! And then the last moment, the eyes open. Oh, but so okay. I'm really confused by the opening scene of that movie, though. Like, why did we have all that stuff with that Harold guy and Jamie Lee Curtis? Like, was that just to end the? I don't know. I did like that one though. There was some cool stuff in that one. 
it, it was kind of campy, you know, it was kind of silly in a way, you know, but then again, so is reality TV, right? And it sort of was an interesting commentary on like, when that goes too far and, but, but that, that movie, that, that was the only plot in that movie. It was like reality television. Let's do that. Like there was nothing else. There was no, there was nothing coherent in that film. Like it was just Michael Myers kills people on a reality TV show. Um, but then again, the original Halloween was like Michael Myers kills people on Halloween night. So like, is it much better than that? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good one though. Um, so now we're at, that was it. That was the end of sort of the main timeline of, of Halloween movies. Um, the next two films are sort of a reboot but directed by Rob Zombie. There's like a fresh start. Um, I've never seen those before, so I'm excited to check those out. I'm sure they're going to be pretty intense and violent and stuff, so we'll see how that goes. And then we'll get to the most recent films, Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to episode eight. That was really fun, uh, Halloween Resurrection. And uh, I hope to I hope to have you with me on the next episode. Until then, thanks so much for listening, and happy Halloween.